This is Sun Creek Radio. Where your spirit comes to shine. And now, here's your host, Steve Lindbergh. Okay, everybody, thanks for tuning in to Sun Creek Radio. We're very excited that today we have a special guest, Stacia Butler. She's the principal at Green Elementary, and everybody knows that our church, Sun Creek, has a great history with Green Elementary. That's where our church started, and a lot of our church families go to Green, and a lot of our kids over the years have gone, gone to Green, and my wife is the school counselor at Green, so how awesome is that? So, Stacia, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good. Well, hey, I'm just going to jump right in because it's such an unusual time with the coronavirus and how that's changed education. And I thought you'd be the perfect person to help us out with this today. So can you can you start us out? Can you tell us how the digital learning or at-home learning is working so far? You know, it really is working um, phenomenally. Um, you know, this at-home learning program was something that none of us were prepared for. Uh, parents, teachers alike. And I think that our superintendent, Robin Bullock, said it best when she said that our staff and district has essentially built an airplane in midair um, and that they've crafted something literally overnight that was remarkable for our kiddos. Um, and I'm just, I'm just extremely grateful to be working out alongside some really dedicated teachers, uh, not only at Green, but I see it uh, amongst the Allen community um, who just really have a good relationship already built with our families of trust. Um, and so that partnership continues to be strong despite uh, whether we're face-to-face or we're on in a digital uh, mode right now. So the transition's really been very positive amongst our families. Um, our kids are excited to be able to interface with our teachers and see them because they miss them. Uh, and uh, they're just getting acclimated at this point. You know, we're in week two and and week two has been a, a lot smoother for our families as they've adjusted to trying to understand links and where to go and just how to read the plan and help their kids. Can, can I ask a question about, Ellen must have purchased some sort of online program or some sort of system, or, or you guys probably didn't create it from scratch. Did you plug into a system? No, we actually had to create it from scratch. Uh, they, you know, thankfully we're in a digital era anyways, so especially our older kids, they're, they're used to the Canvas platform. And um, so the, the older students are using that. But our younger students, uh, a lot of the classrooms have been using Google Classroom. The biggest learning curve has been for our littles um, because they haven't had those platforms. Um, they have them, but they just don't use them as often as the older students. So no, the uh, instructional components that they're designing are based on the curriculum. They're just to make it work in a digital uh, perspective. Okay, and we're digital here too. We're using Zoom. Did the right. students did the students use Zoom? With the yes, teachers? so they're, they're using Zoom even as young as five years old. Uh, they're using Zoom they're, with their parents' help. And, you know, kids are a lot uh, smarter on technology than we, we are. We don't, I don't think we give them enough credit for uh, what they, they can and can't do. Uh, but they've latched onto this digital platform a lot better than I think some of some of the parents because it's just what they've been born into. So 
um, it's been a very smooth transition from both the parent perspective and the kid perspective. So if a kid or a family were having some struggles that first week, how, how did you guys handle that? Uh, it was a lot of interfacing through Zoom. Uh, parents would uh, conference with the teacher or get in touch with one of us, and we'd share screens to try to troubleshoot where links were, uh, how to log into a certain thing, how to connect to a certain application through another application. So a lot of heavy, heavy communication was involved that very first week. So were there things that you had to adjust in the second week, things you learned from the first week that you had to adjust and make some changes? Sure, yeah. You know, as educators, we, even before this e-learning, this uh, home learning uh, plan had to get rolled out, our teachers continually monitor, monitor and adjust daily. So this idea of, taking what worked week one and making adjustments to week two, that happens face to face. So the monitoring and adjusting practices that we've already had in place, you know, we've just continued to build upon that in the digital platform and, you know, scaled back where we could scale back to keep learning going and just really asking ourselves, what is it that we need kids to learn and know? What are the essentials to keep them learning and growing as, as students? Is there an example of an adjustment that might stand out where you said, wow, this is so, this would be so much better if we tried X? Uh, you know, I think one of the biggest adjustments was the uh, amount of work that we were giving the kids to do. You know, you think it's only going to take a student X amount of time to do ABC. So we really took time to pay attention to the feedback. Um, and made necessary adjustments to the requirements for each of the subject areas so that it wasn't uh, overwhelming to our kids and our parents who were supporting them. Uh, so were the families and kids saying, oh my gosh, this is a little too much for us? You know, as they were getting used to it, we were trying to listen to, is it, is it too much or is it, you, you have to factor in many things. You know, some, some children, it was not too much. Some it was. Uh, so you just kind of listen to the voices of everyone to make a collective decision on where you need to go. And, you know, a lot of the too much was essentially the time it took to learn the platform. So, you know, I say yes and no to that, that question because for some maybe it was and it was because the learning curve of technology was greater or for some it was not because they just took off and soared with it. But we tried to meet in the middle to where it was learning was still happening and, and we weren't, you know, giving up uh, too much to keep learning going so that we can keep our kids moving in the right direction. Good. Well, you have, uh, you have some slogans that I've heard about, like positive, positive things. So you say like, be the light. I think you have some others, but how important is it to have a positive attitude in these types of slogans in these times? Oh, I'm an extreme believer in, I'm an optimist by nature, so I do look at things uh, glass half full uh, because I do think it just helps just how I interact with, with people myself. When I'm feeling positive, I'm going to respond positively. Um, so yeah, Be the Light is definitely one, but my main one that I live by is Be the Change You Wish to See in the World. So if I want positive uh, things to be projected around me, then I've got to be and respond positively as well. So, you know, that definitely is super important, especially in um, these scary times that we're in. And, 
you know, another one that I hang on to is what Fred Rogers said about looking for helpers. And to me, when you look for helpers, you're looking for good. Um, so, you know, in a scary time, you look for helpers. You, you take your focus away from the, the scary situation and you move to uh, look for good. And from there, you are transformed as a person because you're not um, filling your mind with that negative. So it's just important to focus on the good. Yeah, good. Thanks for sharing that. What, what sort of message would you like to give the parents or families of the students? You know, I just am very thankful for the grace that our families have given us as we've transformed a face-to-face -face platform to a digital platform. You know, there have been bumps in the road, but we've, we've handled those and, and navigated through it because of the relationships we have with our families um, and the trust that is built. And, you know, when you trust and you have a trusting relationship, when, when things maybe get tough, they're not as tough because the trust is there. You know that, that you're going to be walking through that together. So, you know, I think the most important thing is, is, is we're giving um, everyone around grace. Right now, grace is always important, but it's even more important in, in times like this. And, and I want parents to give themselves grace and as they're having to flip hats from being uh, working at home to you know juggling two to three different to four different children at different grade levels you know even infants and school-age kids you know there's a lot that our families are going through and you know just to know that we give them grace that we want them to give themselves grace too that it's not going to be perfect um and you know what their child turns in doesn't have to be perfect um we just want them learning and and doing a little bit of something each day with with school Awesome. So Green had a parade with the teachers and staff through the community. How touching or significant do you think that was to the kids and, and to the staff as well? You know, we originally did this because we miss our families and we miss our kids. And we had a, a day where kids' parents went through the line and picked up their resources for their students and another day where they came and picked up computers. But there really wasn't time to just breathe and smile and just recognize one another. And so the purpose of us doing this was, you know, after a long two weeks of uncertainty and, and just not knowing um, what the days ahead were going to be, we thought what a better way to celebrate. And, and it wasn't our idea. We found it on the internet from other schools that were doing great things, but um, we just wanted to turn someone's day around, whether it was an actual green student or a community member. We had many community members within Twin Creeks and Beacon Hill saying, thank you. You know, I've been holed up in my house for a week and to just stand outside and see smiling faces and hearing music and seeing your signs was very uplifting to their day. So, you know, the, the direct impact that it had on our community was phenomenal. And then the side effect of it really was it, it filled us up too. You know, we were doing this for somebody else, but it filled us up. We walked away um, just feeling so much better about our week because we were in the trenches all week trying to make this happen. And, you know, our teachers were tired and, um, and, and there was a, a, a layer of stress involved in that transformation. And, 
So, you know, they walked away feeling less stressed because they saw the joy on our kids' faces. They saw community members coming out and waving and, you know, it just, it, it, it filled everybody up. So I'm really, really glad we did that. And, and I'm so happy to hear what an impact it had on everyone. Then you guys were on the news for that, right? Was yeah. That we had, uh, or something? Yeah. Our AIM teacher, Mrs. Sledge, she, uh, she's our, I always call her our green cheerleader and she submitted it to uh, WFAA and they picked up on it because they're doing a positive spot, a, a spotlight on positivity every day. And so they uh, chose our green brigade as their spotlight one day. So that was pretty, pretty cool to see that. I, I was a driver and my ears hurt from all the horns honking and the loud music playing. So that was, <laughs> it was kind of a party on the road all around the green area. They, it, the, it was. It was. Yeah. So how, you know, for you, or, or let me ask a different question. I'll come back to that. Uh, is there anything that our church or people in the community community can do to help all you guys? You know, just, um, I guess, lifting us up in your thoughts and um, it, not just the educators, but the families, because, you know, we, sometimes we don't see well, we don't. We don't see all the needs going on, and there are a lot of needs, great needs of families who maybe emotional needs, financial needs. You know, um, there's just a lot going on, and, and sometimes those needs aren't exposed. So just really paying attention. Um, that's what I'm seeing through this um, situation is we're slowing down more. So as we slow down more and we take time to really just pause, making sure we're paying attention to our neighbors and to the needs of our neighbors. Um, just supporting, whether that's through meals, if someone needs that, or, you know, the school supporting them through the breakfast and lunch program and the computer, you know, deploying devices and student resources, but also to continue to spread positivity and be supportive and lift each other up. I think that's the greatest thing we can be doing for one another. And then you have young people in school right now as well. How are they? How are your, how are your young people holding up with their internet program and their schooling? You know, it's not always positive, but we try to find the positive, and every day is a different day, and some days are better than another. So um, I've got a 10-year-old and a 17-year-old, so just two different, an elementary age and a high school age. My high schoolers got it down, and my, my elementary students got it down now, and I attribute this to a, a schedule and a routine um, and just keeping that because, you know, it's easy when you're in the comfort of your own home to get to something later, but... Uh, our kids do need, whether they're my kids, your kids, or other kids, our kids do need a schedule and they do need a routine. And, and um, that's going to be super important on how, how productive they are through this, this time. And then just providing patience. I have to take deep breaths sometimes myself when I'm in a meeting and my kid needs me, you know. So we've set up systems in place so that he doesn't feel slighted and, and, and so I can give him the attention he needs. Um, and, and just talking with the family about that need to reset and be more flexible and patient with one another. So this, we're not sure what the future holds with this. It may go through the end of the semester, maybe not, ho hopefully not into next year, right? But it is for quizzing and testing and grading and all those types of things. I guess this has to be all rethought. This, you guys have to really think about how you want to, or I'm sure you've already thought about it all, but um, is that different or hard on the kids as well? You know, the, the requirement is that we are 
ensuring our students are learning and progressing through the learning standards. And so Allen ISD has adopted a holistic approach to that to take some of that pressure off of a numeric grade. Um, our teachers are, are looking through how kids are progressing through learning standards and how they're doing on that. Um, so, you know, again, to alleviate some of the stress of, of that. Um, so there's definitely layers in place thanks to TEA and thanks to district guidance um, to support that. So, you know, we don't know what the future holds, but there are going to be learning gaps uh, for our kids and, and we're going to be prepared come the fall to to support those gaps and fill them in and and help them you know get back up to speed awesome stacia i think we covered a lot of ground here is there anything that you would like to leave us on is there anything i'm, I'm catching you cold with that question but is there anything that we missed that you may want to share with us you know i think in the end if, if there is a listener out there that's hearing this and is feeling um lost or has a need to um, know that they're not alone and to know that there is a, a tribe of people out there that want to help and, and we just need to hear from them. So, you know, if, if we're paying attention and we're keeping our eyes open to the need um, and people who are in need are, are expressing that, then, you know, that's together we're better. So um, whoever's out there feeling that way, let us help you and in any way we can. And I, I think this has been a great program for all ages. You know, I think it'd be good for grandparents, parents, kids to all hear this, this program. So I hope uh, when Daniel, who's our, our person at the church, uh, who, who helps, helps us with the engineering side of this, when he emails us out, I hope that people will uh, push it out to other people. And I do, I do want to thank Daniel. I want to thank Andrew as well, the guys who help behind the scenes that we don't mention enough on this program. But Stacia, I especially want to thank you for being with us today and the great words of advice and wisdom and the things that are going on at Green. We really appreciate that. I appreciate your um, desire to um, just kind of be open in regards to where we're at as an education system and you know how the, how the community around can support and help. So thank you for spotlighting that. Awesome. Thanks, Stacia. We'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, Steve. Bye-bye. This is Sun Creek Radio, where your spirit comes to shine. Thank you for joining us today.